The last thing you want to hear is that your financial institution has had a data breach and Desjardins Group announced yesterday the personal information of more than 2.9 million of its members had been shared with individuals outside the organization. Of course, it's a malevolent act and it was all because of an employee. David Shipley joins us right now. He's the CEO of Boceron Security and, of course, our 640 Toronto cyber security expert. Um, let's talk about the scope of this breach right off the top. How big is it? Because I know it's 2.9 million members, but that's not only individuals, that's businesses, right? Yeah, this would be the largest single um, admitted to uh, breach of a financial institution in Canada. Um, and so this far outpaces things we've heard in the news in the last couple of years in terms of Canadian institutions. In North America, it's about middle of the pack. We've seen breaches in the tens of millions for larger U.S. financial institutions. What makes this one stand out is that it wasn't a external breach. This was someone with ill intent um, who purposely set out to harm the company and to, for an unknown reason, um, to do this. So um, it's going to sting them really badly, this kind of betrayal. All right. What kind of information did was shared from uh, personal members that are um, with Desjardins? Uh, so what, what's being reported so far is names, dates of birth, social insurance numbers, addresses, and phone numbers of about the 2.7 indiv- million individual members, as well as what the uh, Desjardins group describes as um, a transactional sort of behavior. So maybe not your PIN number and your password, but certainly Um, information related to how you use your financial services. Okay, and what could people use this for if they came across it online? Well, the SIN number, uh, birth dates, uh, names, these are the keys to the kingdom when it comes to identity theft. And so um, for everyone who may have had this exposure, um, keep an eye on your credit monitoring because uh, people will try and create credit cards, loans in your name, etc. Um, and this, wasn't, uh, this is different than a typical breach where we don't know if it was a mistake, an accident, or ill-intentioned. This one is ill-intentioned, so assume if you're part of it, um, that you have to go on digital lockdown. Okay, so if you're uh, you're worried about this, how do you keep an eye on your credit monitoring? Well, so the first step you can do is is do credit monitoring services, and for those affected, Desjardins says they're going to offer 12 months free, which is great. Um, but that's sort of like having a house alarm and getting burglared. It doesn't actually stop the burglar from breaking in and causing damage. It just tells you it happened um, and helps you speed up your recovery. What you can do proactively is for all of your sensitive accounts, um, particularly banking or financial-related ones, where they enable you to turn on two-factor authentication, mm-hmm. and unfortunately not all of them do, but those that do, turn it on um, and start locking down. If you use security questions at all for your banking, change those up a little bit. Don't okay. use common information. Yep. Right. So don't use the ones, the standard questions that they ask you. Exactly. Make or up your own. Wrong answers. Yeah. Right. I got it. Um, is there the business members, their addresses, telephone numbers, and owner num- names were exposed? Is that a, uh, is that you know the fact that there were no passwords exposed a kind of a silver lining? I, I think there is a benefit to there, although you know some private companies are private for a reason. They don't necessarily want their ownership exposed for mm. a variety of legitimate purposes. What I think could happen in this case is, um, if, if depending too, if if information related to the amounts of monies were there, this builds a target list for uh, criminals. And we don't know if the if the amounts or transaction information was included. Um, that hasn't been revealed, but if it was, that would definitely raise my antenna.
All right. So this is because of an employee who was, you know, we don't know the motivation, but clearly you can assume they were disgruntled. Is there anything companies can do to protect themselves from a situation like this happening in their company? Absolutely. And so what we're learning from Desjardins is that they did have, or they're saying they had, good controls in place to limit the amount of access any single individual can have. And that's a good basic step. In this case, what's come out over the last 24 hours is they're saying that the individual committing these illegal acts also used what's called social engineering and tricked others in the company to give up their access so that he could use their access plus his to, add, to get all of these records. So teaching your employees the warning signs and when people are starting to exhibit uh, rogue behavior becoming what we call in the industry an insider threat is key. So education is your best defense. So this guy could have said, and I'm just giving you a hypothetical, hey, uh, Jim, I need your security code because I'm trying to do some work. I mean, it's going to be a lot longer. I know you, you're going on holidays. It's going to take you some time, so I'll just handle it myself. Something like that could have ensued and you'd get the um, their security, or am I just making it too simple? No, it could be as matters in person doing exactly yep. that. We know from some research that we do uh, that a, a not insignificant percentage of employees readily admit that they share their work passwords with for others, and they say, well, because we needed to do it for work. So they, unless you educate people about that, and right. I can tell you half of Canadian firms don't, that is actually a real possibility. Wow. David, I really appreciate your time as always. Thanks so much for uh, letting us know about this. And uh, I guess the takeaway from this Desjardins is the um, two-point authentication that you always talk about. Absolutely. And for for me, my heart does go out to the... uh, I I watched the interviews with the CEO, and this has got to be awful personal to have someone in your company betray you this way. And and I do feel bad for the employees there that are suffering to this because this wasn't an external breach. This was one of their own. And Mm. that, that is heartbreaking. David, thanks so much. Have a great day. You too. Cheers. That's David Shipley. He's the CEO of Boceron Security and 640 Toronto Cybersecurity Expert.